sound the alarm, blow the trumpets, tell the people it is time. These are the instructions to the spiritual leaders. These are the instructions to the pastors and the priests, to the Sanhedrin and the Pharisees. These are the instructions to the clergy leaders of God's people. Make some noise. Get their attention. Do not allow them to miss this. It's going to get dark. And maybe it's already been a little gloomy. Maybe you see more of the clouds than you see the sun. But today on Ash Wednesday, our job, Pastor Chris, is to tell the people that it's going to get really dark. And, and you know, the people of God have been formed and programmed to believe that darkness is the worst thing that can happen. Have you looked at little children's books lately? Have you migrated over to the children's book section at Barnes and Noble or wherever you buy your books? I still like brick-and-mortar bookstores. There are all these books about, are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of what happens when it gets black outside? Are you afraid of what happens when you cannot control how light it is? Are you afraid of what happens when the power goes out? I don't know about you, but I realized a couple weeks ago that I'm in a pickle. The power went out at my house. It almost never goes out. And I realized that there was nothing at all that I could do. I couldn't turn the lights off so that when the lights came back on, they would act correctly because they're all controlled by the internet, which needs power and light. I, I realized I was in a pickle. I couldn't even open my front door because I had not set up the fail safe that allows you to control the electronic lock when the power is out. In the darkness, we're in a pickle. But the truth of the matter is this, our bodies need darkness to function. 
Did you know that if it doesn't get dark, your brain can't reset? Your brain can't be healthy. Your brain can't do its job of allowing your body to power down and reset the way it needs to reset to be healthy and functional. Did you know that if it doesn't get dark, we can't eat? Because the plants need darkness. The seasons are ruled by how much darkness is present. Did you know that if it doesn't get dark, we will live on an unhealthy and filthy planet? Because the nocturnal animals can't come out and do their job of cleaning up behind us. Blow the trumpet. Sound the alarm. Shake the people up. Shake the country up. It's not business as usual. It's about to get very dark and you must pay attention. And, and then the prophet shifts away from the pastors and, and shifts over to the people. While it is dark, change your life. While it is dark, remember the God that made you. Remember the God that sustains you. Remember the God that gives you life and blows the breath of life into you each and every day in the darkness, remember. I kind of like it when the power goes out. There's not a lot of distraction, Miss Ruby. It, it, it gets real quiet and it, even the earth gets quiet. And all you're left to is to pay attention to the so-called intrusive thoughts that we're pushing out and pushing away. And maybe, just maybe in the darkness, we get still enough to hear the Lord remind us, you are dusty. The thing about it is everybody else knows. But, but we think we have hidden the dust. We think we have hidden the things that we don't want anybody to see. We think we have hidden the things that make us a little less like God and a little more like, well, you can complete that sentence.
This morning I got up and I got dressed and you know, it's black day. So I put on a black jacket and I realized when I put the black jacket on that there was a, a white mark on the back of my black jacket. And at first I blamed the dry cleaner. Why are they missing spots? I'm paying too much money for them to be missing spots and leaving white marks on my black clothes. I just took this out of the plastic. It ought to be clean. No, you didn't just take this out of the plastic. You were just too lazy to take the cleaner's tag off. And then I thought about the last time I wore it, and the last time I wore it, I was in a place with a lot of people, and I backed up against a wall that was newly painted and a little bit dusty. And here I am thinking that my black jacket is clean, but everybody but me can see the dust on the back of my shoulder. Ash Wednesday exists to remind us that we have dust on the back of our shoulders. And that even in the darkness, the dust is amplified. And it's amplified because the, the darkness has a purpose. And that purpose is to pay attention to our dustiness. What is it that separates us from God? That's your dust. What is it that is not like God in you? That's your dust. What is it that is keeping you from returning to God with full gusto? That's your dust. The Lenten season doesn't exist for you to take a break from Coca-Cola. And then on Sunday, sneak in and say, my pastor said it's a mini Easter. When we identify our dust, we either give it up or take on something that counteracts our dust. But we don't just do it for 40 days. Whatever you give up this year as your dustiness, plan to never return to it. Whatever you take on this year to clean out your dustiness, plan to keep doing it for a lifetime. You see, we've made this thing too easy. We've said that if I give up chocolate, then I have done so good. Let me pat myself on my back. But we have missed the point. Change your life. Not just your clothes. Not just temporarily. 
change your life and become more like Jesus. That's what it means to return to God. It literally means to repent, to turn away from and not to return. Dig deep. Have you been extra angry lately? Give it to God. Have you been experiencing resentment? That's dust that only God can clean up. Have you been experiencing prejudice or racism or sexism? Give it to God to clean up and clean out. Maybe you're so focused on what's long gone. Give that dust to the Lord. And maybe your dustiness needs to be helped by taking something on. Maybe a fruit of the spirit like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Say, God, I'm going to practice this to move the dustiness along. Giving up Coca-Cola for six weeks won't cure your dustiness. I'm sorry to say, the sweet tea won't do it either. Neither will fried chicken. It might help you with the diabetes, but it won't cure what ails your soul. Digging deep and giving up things that separate you from God for good, those things will help move the dust along. Taking on new behaviors that reflect Christ in a world that so desperately needs the extravagant love of God. That's the kind of stuff that will cancel the craziness we have going on right now. Don't be afraid of the dark. Because in the dark, we can pay attention. And when we pay attention, we can deal with our dustiness. And when we deal with our dustiness, by the time we arrive at Easter, we'll be prepared to receive the abundant life that Christ has promised. I hope you have a note card with you. And I'm gonna ask Mr. Nard to just play a little bit of a hymn and give you an opportunity to identify the dust that you're gonna deal with this Lenten season? What are you giving up for good? What are you taking on for good? 
so that you can pay attention. And when that trumpet sounds, <laughs> you'll be ready. We won't have to come looking for you because you'll be here and ready. And you would have changed your life and returned to the Almighty God.